as you saw on GroupMe last night, I just posted uh, to share a couple words on blocks to the spiritual or blocks to spiritual progress. Okay, so this is something from the title of this book, which I've shared with us before, Ralph Martin's uh, Fulfillment of Desire. And he just goes through a lot of the doctors of the church. The one I just want to focus on today, St. Teresa of Avila. St. Teresa of Avila is a doctor of the church, also known as Teresa of Jesus. She's a uh, 16th century, um, born in Spain, Avila, Spain, hence the name Teresa of Avila. And uh, she's a Carmelite sister, right? So, so starting off, Teresa of Avila said, Teresa just straight up, up front, and outward of the fact she's very honest in speaking of her weaknesses and mistakes. Okay, she identifies a number of things that blocked her progress after she had this strong like start in the spiritual life um, in her 20s. So I just think that's worth pausing right there. Of like, Here's Teresa of Avila, a doctor of the church, a saint, a young religious woman, a young religious sister who became a saint. And she's just always was just so upfront with acknowledging and being aware of her weaknesses and her faults, her mistakes. And then because of that, because she internalized that, she's able to articulate the roadblocks for her that kept her from progressing in the spiritual life. So, I mean, if you remember, we were talking about um, John Henry Newman and his, his secret faults. And that one of the first secret fault was the reason why we have secret faults is because of lack of self-knowledge. All right, so right here, this is St. Teresa of Avila that's coming contra to uh, secret faults because she's very upfront and aware of her weaknesses and mistakes that she can then peg on how they are roadblocks to her spiritual progress. Uh, so you just, and just think too of ourselves, of how that might fit into us, of her strong maybe initial spiritual progress. So maybe it's, can be two things. One is a lot of guys maybe been on a chirp retreat or think back to a high school retreat or maybe just how your faith was earlier is you can think of, okay, I had this maybe initial spiritual um, awakening or maybe I was really alive in my faith at this point. And then now post whatever, post retreat, post in my teen years or post right after marriage or post after whatever, I've noticed like maybe a slip and I'm not once what I was or gave the spiritual life the attention that maybe I once did in my life. That's something just to highlight just in the very beginning of looking at Teresa of Avila. And that's just a common thing, right? We hear about the retreat high. So four things, maybe just three things of roadblocks for Teresa of Avila, which I think is oftentimes the case for us. The first is carelessness about sin. So she says this, and I quote, as for venial sins, I paid little attention. And that is what destroyed me, she said. So, of course, we know there's mortal sin, which is, we get that just from 1 John chapter 3, I believe it is, distinguishing between deadly sin and non-deadly sin. So, for us, we would say there's sin that is mortal, deadly, meaning when we commit them, it is it cuts us off from a relationship with God, which we need to go to confession to confess and to be absolved, and then... Jesus' death on the cross, through the sacrament of reconciliation, we're repaired and that relationship is repaired. But venial sin, we don't need to go to confession for. Venial sin, 
Like, we can be absolved from venial sin just making a straight repentance. Like, walking into the church and blessing ourselves with holy water, it, doing it consciously, consciously, it absolves us from our venial sins. The beginning of every Mass, the very first thing we do at Mass is we know, like, throughout the week, hey, it may have been a tough week, so right away, before we enter the sacred mysteries, it's Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. And then the priest does what? He gives a general absolution, which the absolution for mortal sins and otherwise comes in the confessional. But the Lord knows we're weak. He knows we make mistakes, and he knows, like, just even venial sins, before Mass begins, or at the very first thing of Mass, it's may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. So, and then the response to that, realizing that God has just forgiven us, what's the response? We sing the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest. Like, and then this, the, the classic, most beautiful praise song is singing the Gloria. So, but venial sins, small sins, partly due, and she blames this on like, <laughs> she blames this partly due to the liberal and permissive advice given her by priests. Right, so she blames it. She, so she she blamed her pastor, right, her her minister, her priest, saying, "I paid I paid little attention to these small sins in my life, and they destroyed me." She says, and this was partly due to the liberal and permissive advice given to her by priests, advice to make her feel better about herself. So it's kind of like what we're really good at with today, even within the church. You're okay. Like it's all right. It doesn't really matter, right? Like, don't worry about that. There's really nothing that wrong wrong with what you're doing. And she's saying, darn it, like, I wish that priest just told me that what I was doing was wrong. Like, this little thing, even though it wasn't deadly, I, I wish I just knew that, that he told me it was wrong and not just kind of sugarcoat and say, ah, oh, like, it, it's all right. It's okay. It's really not that bad. Right? So, yeah. So, so that's why, like, don't. Don't blame, yeah. So that way, that way, never like whether it's in the confession or at the homily, never say, uh, "Well, Father Mark, why are you just like?" I'm gonna point to Teresa of Avila here, okay? And I'm like, say, I'm not gonna be the reason for your venial sins, small sins destroying you, okay? If you ever think I'm doing that to you, call me out on it, all right? Thanks, Carl. What was a venial sin? They said was no sin at all, and what was serious, mortal sin? They said it was venial. This did me so much harm. I went on in blindness for I believe for I believe more than 17 years later and then she was enlightened. Okay, second thing, moving on here. Second thing, not avoiding the near occasion of sin. So we talked about this a little bit with Bernard Bernard of uh, Clairvaux, St. Bernard. Um or yeah, Bernard of Clairvaux. We talked about not avoiding the near occasion of sin. One of the most common reasons why people fail to make progress in the spiritual journey frequently falling back into the same sins is the lack of wisdom about avoiding those occasions that usually contribute to our sinning. So Teresa of Avila talked about for so many years, she was just simply spinning her wheels, right? And not making progress because of not avoiding the people, places, or situations associated with, with sinning that it may turn eventually to weaken the resolve to avoid sin and is a reason why many people don't make progress in the spiritual life. So she alludes to some problems that she had where she just noticed that she was really vulnerable 
when she engaged in conversations with other people, either family or other sisters in her religious community, and where she just, maybe more so than normal, she expressed her frustrations about, um, yeah, and getting angry. So just maybe just notice that in ourselves, of those sins of maybe where we become angry, where we struggle with the vice of anger or the vice of lust, and where these, where the triggers are in our lives. All right, so a lot of times when you look at maybe falling into lust or falling into anger, maybe it's when I'm really tired or maybe it's I'm hungry, right? Or I've given a homily before about being hangry, right? <laughs> right? So like the hunger maybe leads you. So and she talks about putting these things in the place of like acknowledging them and then just being smart with putting things in place, right? So I know couples who've made rules to say past a certain time at night, like I know I'm tired, honey, after like 8.30 or nine o'clock at night, and it's a rule that we've made between each other that we're not gonna talk about any big stuff, right? Like we're not gonna talk about any big stuff about the kids. So we're not gonna talk about any big stuff about our lives when past this time, or maybe it's in the morning, right? But we know in each other that like I'm really bad when this, and it, it contributes to me like yelling at you and it contributes to me of being angry. So like help me and let's put this in place here so I avoid that occasion of sin, right? So I think it's just a small thing that Teresa of Avila just puts in place that I think is really helpful. And then third thing, she says self-reliance. So again, Teresa of Avila said, quote, self-reliance is what destroyed me. So she's never soft on her words, right? One of the most common reasons why people begin the spiritual journey, but then turn back, is because they find themselves failing, wearing out, or getting dis- getting dis- tired or discouraged as a result of re- relying on their own strength or intellect rather than the Lord. And so she just points to the difference of one in the demeanor of completely just surrendering things to God and, ha- and experiencing what she would call holy freedom which is oftentimes the opposite of how we work or in the mentality of where we're at, on, right? Grace builds on nature, so our work is important. But not to the extent of always just rolling up my sleeves and just working harder and white-knuckling it. Like the Lord wants us to surrender things. And Teresa of Avila is stressing to the point of <coughs> progressing in the spiritual life is really hard, if not impossible, when we're coming from the spot of just relying on ourselves. All right, so further reliance on God is of utter importance. So I'll just stop at those three things. Three roadblocks in the spiritual, with regards to spiritual progress. Carelessness about sin. So pay attention to not just the deadly sins, but the small venial sins. As Bernard Clairvaux says, those are just opportunities that help, that contribute to us being habitual with saying yes to small sins which lead to bigger sins because then it's reasoning it's like oh okay like next thing you know you're just going down the rabbit hole and it's a it's a downward spiral so carelessness about sin not avoiding the near occasions of sin and then lastly self-reliance okay so there's something i think to learn there from saint Teresa of avila any comments or um